Saturday, July 25th, 2009, and this is Radio Wave. joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, tonight's broadcast, of course, we'll be discussing the message that we received today through Maria, and uh, again, for those of you that are not uh, familiar with Medjugorje or Medj.com, on the 25th of every month, Our Lady gives a message for the world. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, and you join us from your homes, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, we come before you in gratitude. A restless people, a people often through our busyness shows ingratitude, neglect, unthoughtfulness for our Many blessings has been shared by you to us. And us in turn not sharing that blessing. And in principle, that's what Our Lady is about in coming to us. And we see and thank you, Father, for sending her. That we might share her with others as we do tonight. Our Lady, Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Well, of course, this is 25th, uh, and as the saying goes in Medjugorje, can't wait to the 25th, uh, which was before Our Lady came. That was the saying, and we've talked about that. I've written about that, uh, an old tradition they had in Medjugorje. They would part from company, and they'd say to each other, can't wait to the 25th. And, of course, this was hinged on Christmas. And I don't think it's any mistake that the 25th of the month that was chosen by Our Lady was because Jesus his birth, and we celebrate it at Christmas, that the gift, she says often, that the gift of my presence among you, to pray in thanksgiving for that, the gift of my coming to you. And so it is a gift, and we received a gift today, and especially we received a gift in particular because she's gave, she gives words for medicines for the nations, to heal the nations, to heal the whole world. And Sometimes I have a difficult understanding why God allowed me to come so long ago into the Medjugorje scene with Our Lady, as well as all of us here in the community and many of you out there. Why, why were we so fortunate to be of the sentiments or have the heart that our time of uh, 
being picked by God as, as our apple, or as being represented by an apple, and we turn from green to red, that we were picked. And we can't do anything in this time of grace, but thank God for that. Thank God we walked with our for all these years. And for some who left the movement and now who have come back, what would they have done if they came at this late hour and then leave the movement? And what would be happening in that time of leaving Our Lady for a while till they come back? So I, I think we've got a lot to be thankful for, a lot to be grateful for. But before we go any further, Joan, we'll let you read the message uh, for this day. Our Lady, Queen of Peace and Medjugorje's July 25, 2009, monthly message. Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer for you. Thank you for having responded to my call. So it seems that Our Lady didn't have that much to say to us this month. What What is it that you would pick from this message that you feel is, is significant? That it's easy to remember. but at the same time our lady does everything calculated it's not by chance that she gives only 20 words here Uh, I was looking through before the show tonight the only other shortest message of course was October 25th 1991 and in that message she said dear children pray 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 she did not say thank you for having responded to my call she did to this message I think that's significant that Our Lady at that time wanted us to to uh, to grab our attention. And of course, uh, at this moment, the war began to be in 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 uh, Croatia and all the region and all of what was Yugoslavia began to rage. And and I think we can parallel that to what's happening. Parallel that moment. Take for it as our moment now. Transferring that. That our lady's coming and saying something similar again, and we know they went through three or four years of of, the, of what we talked about before, where they did TV specials. Peter Jennings did one at that moment called "Land of the Demons," because hell came out of the ground into this world. It was so atrocious, some of the things that were taking place. They hadn't seen anything like this since World War II. And many people are reporting that it exceeded World War II and some of the atrocities that they were doing. And so. Uh, our Lady couldn't help but say something on that October 25th, 1991. That was uh, June, July, August, September, October. Yeah, five months after the, the 10th anniversary. And on that day was the day that Croatia and Herzegovina and Bosnia and all declared independence. Yugoslavia didn't broke up. So here this message is five months later when everything started getting cranked up with, with the, the crisis. And it was, a, it was a very, very bad situation for the next several years. So when our lady said, Dear children, pray, 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 October 25th, she meant that. And also she said it because she didn't thank people for responding because they wasn't responding. They were gloating over maybe things of the world or for whatever reasons or whatever was going on. And um, perhaps, you know, too much on things were on Easy Street. And they had a very difficult future coming to them. So the second shortest message ever in the 25th messages, which has happened since June, July, January 25th, 1987, which is what, 20, uh, 87, 97, 07, 20, uh, three, two, 22 years ago. 
the second shortest message was today. And if you take off, thank you for having responded to my call. You're not that much shorter uh, than the message of October 25th, 1991. So what is it that stands out to me the most? You know, today our lady said, dear children, may this time be a time of prayer for you. And what stood out to me the most was time, not prayer. This word time is so significant and so important that everything centers around it. A lady in a short sentence, a brief sentence, said time, time, twice. She could have said, Dear children, in this time, or rather, Dear children, you need prayer in this time. Or, Dear children, during this time, prayer is important. Or just simply said one time. But the fact that she said a short sentence, May this time be a time. She's emphasizing that. And I think that's where our focus needs to go on to understand what it is that he's saying. That she wants our full attention on these few words that the whole world looks at today and spreads across the earth. More so than even the massive darkness of the media and the, and the good voices out there can't duplicate. This message finds its way in the corners of the earth, little apartments in Italy, big massive places in New York. Little places in Guam. I had somebody call me from Guam uh, this week. Uh, little islands out there. Everywhere. This thing just saturates the earth. There's nothing that spreads like this. And yes, it may not be a million people in that area, but I don't think there's anything that can seed out as yeast across the earth like these messages. <clears throat> and it's perfect. This is what our lady wants. Our lady wants little little grains of yeast. That if you make bread, you see that, that come dry yeast comes as grain. That mixes up, of course, with a big batch of bread, and, and it spreads, and it multiplies. And our lady's depositing these words through little channels here and there. And a lot of people often say, well, I'm isolated. I'm by myself. I, there's a purpose to that, because somewhere in the future, you're going to be an apostle if you accept the invitation. And now you need to be in prayer for what's coming, because there's going to be something that, that will be the catalyst that will cause you to be able to you know, testify to love. If you're if you're a testament to what our lady is asking for, and people start seeking something, that something happens in the world that causes you uh, to have the attention that comes back to you or connected to our lady, you're going to give testimony. You're going to give witness. It may be your silent witness right now. You know, the words aren't enough now to to really win people over. It's your actions. It's your life. And this is what our lady says. You know, by your life witness. You know, this is the first words probably Maria told me our lady gave me. By your life witness, not with words. And so you have to ask yourself, am I going to be a witness in the silence when words are not enough? And we need to realize, you know, every breath we take, we need to be speaking through our actions not words, or not preaching. Now, naturally, after you've lived a witness and you've got history with that, you've walked that walk, well, it just said, spreads my message. She wants you to talk about it. She actually gave a message once that said, talk about my messages to everyone. But when you're newly converted, you've got to learn how to live that conversion the same way Paul did. He was silent for eight years. This is an important test, 
an important testimony of what St. Paul showed us. He ended up writing almost three-quarters of the New Testament. Seated the church like yeast all over the place. Traveled, you know, in his three three journeys. And uh, <clears throat> birthed the church. And so Our Lady is saying, she's asking for us to be apostles. And as the, as an apostle, as someone who who uh, testifies to this witness, to this love, um, we can't go backwards. Once we've tasted what Lady's given to us, if you really go through a genuine conversion, um, for as long as you shall live, you have to testify to this. There's just no other way, there's no other way. I I could never be satisfied. Many people, everybody in the community could never be satisfied, and many people of you out there could never be satisfied doing anything other than testifying for the love and what our lady did. Uh, Maria and us uh, went to a Baptist church while she was here in July. We're gonna I got to write the story down. I haven't had it's an incredible moment, but she stood up right there in that congregation, that little bitty. Baptist Church, right here in the South, the Bible Belt, right here in Alabama, and said in front of the congregation, what's happened to me is that I fell in love with Our Lady. I just fell in love with her. And it was a beautiful way she said that, and she testified to the love you know, she just reached out. You know, every dream is reach out like this and to, to where this love comes from and testify to it. And I think, you know, we need to realize that once we tasted the sweetness of our lady, even though it's often a difficult journey, a bitter journey even, a purifying journey, journey, don't forget the message she says, do you permit me to purify you? It's not pleasant. But being around a coach or a teacher such as her that coaches us along in our spiritual life would you want to do anything other than that? And so wherever you are, you're yeast. You're spread out across the world. I always try to get that attention. To testify to the love. And all the colors of the rainbow. All the voices of the wind. Every dream that reaches out. That reaches out to find where love began. Every word of every story, every star and every sky, every corner of creation lives to testify. For as long as I shall live, I will testify to love, be a witness in the sign. Every breath I take will give thanks to God above For as long as I shall live I will testify to love From the mountains to the valley From the rivers to the sea Every hand that reaches out Every hand Every heart will speak one love. 
Are you learning everything you can from our lady to fall in love with her, to testify to that love? Are you, are you in this time of grace, this time that she said today twice, may this time be a time of time of what? Yes, prayer, but also prayer to convert, to change your life. Because you're going to be the testimony to the future when she's gone. They're going to come to you. Tell me what it was like to walk with Jesus. They did it to Peter. You know, the point man guy talks about Gamiel coming to Mary. You know, and and I'm sure she felt like, well, Gamiel, you, you, you heard him in the temple. What were you doing? You know, and somebody comes to you and says, you know, what was it like to walk with Our Lady? We've got an opportunity here. A seize the moment opportunity, an induction to be an apostle. Maybe, maybe I'll let you call apostles as the church. Jesus established the first apostles, and then they transcended into apostles. We have today as bishops. But which would you rather be? With that twelve, maybe it'd be one point two million of us, or maybe one hundred twenty thousand, like Joe Witness say that be just part. They say one hundred forty-four thousand, but but the twelve. Do you want to be on this side of the grace or on the other side of the grace? If this is a time of grace, which the second or the third shortest message, lady says it this way, October 25th, 1999, dear children, do not forget this is a time, there's the word time come up, of grace. This is a time of grace that, that is why pray, pray, pray. The same thing she said in the shortest message, October 25th, pray, pray, pray. So, this message, the third shortest message, weds the shortest message with the second shortest message of today. May this time be a time of prayer for you. October 25th is pray, pray, pray. That's the shortest. The second one's today. The third shortest, she says, this is a time of grace. And then, and that's what she said today. This is a time of prayer. But in the same October 25th message, she says, pray, pray, pray. That's the content of both those two shortest messages, which gives birth to that one in 1999. The fourth shortest message was February 25th, 2001. And listen carefully what she says again. This is a, well, dear children, this is a time of grace. Same thing third, third shortest message says in this fourth one. That is why I pray. There she goes. She weds the two together again. Actually, she says, that is why pray, pray, pray until you comprehend God's love for each of you. You know, are you going to learn enough to testify to the love? Well, you can be silent. And, and people have known for years. I knew there was something about him. I knew there was something about her at church that that attracted me. And, and, and now I find out that, you know, they walked with their lady when she was here on the earth in this time of grace. I, I want to know about him. You know, your silence was enough. It wasn't words. You know, every breath you take, are you, are you sure you live for that? Will you testify to the love? You can only testify to the love if you know the love. You can only know the love if you fall in love with her. And that was Maria's testimony. Now, I admit, I sweated a little bit because I didn't know how they were going to take it. And I could see the preacher up there might start sweating a little bit. Uh, but the way Maria addressed this was so beautiful. Because then she let it right into Jesus. So beautiful. And they stayed after the service and talked for a while. I'll tell you the, the details because it's a very beautiful thing that happened. And so we have the mother of God coming today saying to us, May this time be a time of prayer for you. 
Yes, we know we have to be praying. Yes, we know that's important for us to be praying. But what are we going to learn from that prayer? What's going to change in our life prayer? Do we just need to increase prayer in our life with that results of, of that dramatically altering and changing our life? That we grow in love? That we become such a witness that we're a testimony without words of love? And that's what you need to ask yourself. Am I testifying to the love? And love means not what people think. Love means giving yourself when you're dead tired. When you can't get no more and still give more. And so our ladies taught us that this community here is to give that way. We work for you, for you to become a witness by our witness. What if Our Lady hadn't appeared in 1981? We know Our Lady, had she not come and appeared to these visionaries, she revealed that the world would have destroyed itself. Why is the Holy Virgin coming? Read sacred scriptures, live it and pray to understand the signs of the time. At 6.40, June 24th, 1981, the world was on a downhill slide toward evil and darkness and hate that that changed in one moment toward the good. Has anything been said about Christians? There's many Christians in the world. But also she gave a message that said there's many Christians living as the pagans. They live pagan Christianity. With 26 years of daily apparitions, do we know if there is some kind of plan? It's her words saying, I want to use you. In a great plan, you must pray to understand what your role is in that plan. And it's for the salvation of the world. How will it happen? Because you are the chosen ones in the time of grace, walking with her, who are going to instruct the others after the time of grace. When Our Lady came June 24, 1981, it was at that point that God had decided to bring us ten secrets, three admonitions, and it's going to happen. They will happen. Do not put off drawing closer to God now in the time of divine mercy. Find out more about the most extraordinary plans in 2,000 years of Christian history. Sign up for the Medj list free and be kept informed of the most important event in your life, your children's and your grandchildren's, and all your posterity to the end of the world. See MEJ.com and click on MedgeList free. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Now, this is very interesting, what you were just speaking about before the break. And do you believe that there's maybe some similarities between what the apostles were told after the ascension and in this message that Our Lady gave today? In regard to to go out and witness to all the world, or in in regards to what? Where where they were told to just stay in Jerusalem, basically, and they had to just wait there. For Pentecost. For Pentecost. Yeah, you can take it to the bank that everything our lady's doing is mirroring her son. Uh, God entrusted to Jesus the salvation of the world. She comes and says, God has a great plan for the salvation of the world, 2,000 years later. Remarkable. Incredible. We thought the world had our experienced salvation. Well, they did. But the weakness of man 
the heart has grown cold. A hard man, a man that thinks now there's no God but himself, a science that teaches that, an education system that promotes it. Our lady is having to come and, and do, okay, now it's her side. She was co-redemptrix. She was part of that salvation 2,000 years ago, but we didn't hear from her in that sense. We really never heard throughout the centuries from her. Yes, we got the Fatima apparitions. Yes, we've got things we've heard about the mystics. Yes, we got Lourdes. We got Guadalupe. We got all these things. But we've never had Our Lady speak in a teaching form like we have in Medjugorje. And that's what's so unique about this. This is a singular event, never to come back to the world again, never to happen again in the world, because it's her time to walk the earth, just like Jesus did 2,000 years ago. So everything Jesus did, she's mirroring that. And she's mirroring in a way because we are not people of 2,000 years ago. We were people of 2,000 years ago in the 1700s. We used to have a, a, a real affinity with somebody that lived 2,000 years ago. We were people connected through civilization and our ways and society uh, to 2,000 years ago just as short as 100 years ago. And even right up to the 50s, many people are still living that. World War II kind of broke that. World War I broke it. started getting away. But we have no affinity with somebody that lived in Christ's days. We don't have that. You know, even in the poorest villages in Africa, we have people uh, Medj feedback us. They're looking at Medj.com. So man is a different being. He's got a different mentality. And to penetrate that mentality, to get into that, to get into his time, to enter into his time, to pierce and interrupt what he uses his time for, Our Lady comes and tells us, may this time be a time of prayer. Because you need prayer to be able to open up to those ways of Christ of 2,000 years ago, delivered by her today for us as modern men. And so there's something that the world had to have. It's not maybe this is an option. God had to send her. Jesus had to send her. And we'd be lost. We'd totally be lost. We were in danger of actually just totally rejecting the plan of salvation. Or not the plan, the real salvation of the cross. When you, when you, when you get a crucifix and you stick it upside down in filth, a jar of filth, like they did in New York, right before Our Lady appeared on the scene in the world. That's a rejection. That's a rejection because Christian says, ooh, that makes me mad. What did they do? Was their righteous ways of living so much that these people would not dare put that up? It's because Christianity had grown so weak, so unconvicting, so flat of salt of the earth, that they knew these minorities, minority mentality could throw that in our face and nothing would happen. And they were absolutely right. And you see billboards sprinkling up across the country right now. Uh, what we printed uh, last Christmas, I think, about God is uh, or, um, the reason, human is the reason, or there was a billboard that we, we put up. Somebody sent us a picture of it. I forgot what it says, but basically God's dead or there is no God or something like that. All over these buses in New York. Why can they do that? Because there's nobody left to stand up. And so our ladies come to penetrate this mentality to teach us 
to reach modern man because he thinks wrong. We waste so much time. Time is a very, very significant word in this message. We know about the prayer, but do we know about the time? And often she says about time. She, she's constantly speaking about that. You know, in Ecclesiastes, it says, There is an appointed time for everything, a time of every affair under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot the plant, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, a little time, or rather a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to be far from embraces, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Now, what is this word that our lady keeps using with us? And I wrote something years ago, uh, time, time, time. So much of what our lady's doing is about time. We've got to realize we're on a timetable. Our lady's not going to be with us forever. We picked a message right after our lady's uh, left here, July 1st to the 5th, and she said, uh, the message we picked at random and, and that for the community that one day, right after she left, she says, I can't be with you forever. Or I can't stay with you, I think was the, the right words. And uh, I says, no, Mary, uh-uh, don't talk to us this way. <laughs> no, you're coming back here, please. You know, I, I don't, I can't imagine what Yako felt when he lost the apparitions or Mariana or, or, or Ivanka, what they felt. And, and I'm, as I said before, I mean, our lady has to appear not to be once a year just so that they won't die. And, and uh, we're not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Are you? And so we've got something here. You know, do whatever you got to do to wake people up. Sponsor billboards. We're going to continue this program. I mean, th- there's nothing else more strong support. We've got so many programs going on with this mission right now. So many avenues. And everything we're doing is preparing for the secrets. Uh, we, we're looking at the retooling. But if you don't know about that, we're probably going to be putting something on uh, com about that soon. But we're gearing up for the great moment of evangelization. For you who are apostles to equip you with the material, the books, everything you need to testify to the love. It's very critically important that we understand the time we're in. This is not a, an ordinary time. Our lady said June 25th, I think it could have been 97 or somewhere in that. I don't, I don't remember the year. But she says, you are in a particular time. She wouldn't let us know that is singular. This is something that the world's never experienced. Why? Because man's never been in this modern age where everything competes with it. I remember looking up from my desk, doing nothing of my work in school one day, in Piblin, and just boom, 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 this nun dressed up in black, a whole habit, her rosary hanging on the side, and coming straight to me. And she puts her finger on my desk, and she says, idleness is the devil's workshop. I said, what are you doing here then? <laughs> I got in trouble. I always snap back with something like that, but that was not very respectful. But 
the point hit home with me that that's time. And we have everywhere people wasting so much time. We just came home from Mass a little while ago, and I was shocked the priest on the altar what he said. And he was talking about people having things and calling and th- you know, that, this sort of thing. He says, and you can't call me because I don't have a cell phone. And I actually clapped a little bit. I couldn't believe he said that. I, I had no idea he wouldn't do it. He said, I don't want that thing. But the time that's wasted, although people say it's so valuable to me, but, you know, we built a whole world without it. We landed man on the moon without it. We built mega companies without it. Do you really have to have it? No, not really. We're running on an international mission. I know you, you may get tired of me saying this about this, but to me it's such, it's, it's boom, boom, boom. i got something to tell you. Idleness is the devil's workshop. So much useless conversation. Yes, there's legitimate things people use for business, and they can't do that, but they structured their, their way that way. We structured an international mission here without it. And not only did we survive, we had people depend on us for for the lies and the way we testify to our love. And when I say love, exchange that word love for testify to our, our lady, testify her words. And basically, if you want to put it in a business sense, that's what we're about. We 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 are promoting words. Yes, with our life, but in production, through manufacturing, through putting out books, through putting out. We looked at one machine today in the print shop. We were looking at the equipment we're we're trying to get in here. One machine had three hundred uh, three million booklets go through it. Another one had fifteen million imprints. Another one's got forty one million imprints on it. We were just going through our, sh- our our whole print shop, looking at everything, kind of evaluating everything. That's a whole lot. Of, that's a lot of information out there around the world. And we often hear people say, "I've got this stuff, and I've read it four times." And they they library it. This is yeast around the world that people could have later. And this is nothing about what we're getting ready to retool the tabernacle with to be able to produce. Because we think it's important to be ready for this great moment of evangelization to testify to the love. Why? Because we're on a timetable. Uh, we've got this time that we're dealing with that something's going to happen. We don't know what. We don't. We know it's an admonition. We know the vision used to say chastisements, and now they say admonitions. Admonitions, if you define it, says a friendly reminder. Uh, of uh, a friendly reminder. That's, that's a, and these three admonitions is coming. Is a friendly reminder. The problem with a friendly reminder is is uh, defined when you go look in uh, Isaiah or another book of the Bible in the Old Testament. God's friendly reminders of Israel. Do you want that kind of friendly reminder? I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty horrific, and it is love. And sometimes it's important that we understand that. Are we losing our mind or is the world lost our mind? You know, people right today are always doing what the, they've always done. You know, they're eating, they're drinking, they're they're going right up to the day. And Our Lady says, Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer. Prayer for what? Well, any time you enter something important, what do you do? If you're spiritual, you pray. you got to sell a house. What, what are you doing? we got to pray for this. 
You go through an operation. What are you going to do? Preparation. If you're spiritual minded, you're going to pray. And often we see people who are not spiritual minded start praying. So you want that job? Well, you do pray. We got people writing to us. Our economic situation is difficult. Would you pray for us? We got people every day writing to us for our, our chaplet at three o'clock, where we do prayers for everybody, whoever calls in or writes in, or sends us a message, feedback, or request. Uh, please pray for my son, or please pray for this situation, or please pray for our marriage. You know, prayers there. In that moment of time, they need that because the time they're in is not very good. Or they they have to have that. And we need to look at society. What is happening in, in society today? How much time is wasted for nothing and doing nothing to reflect on people's future and your own future? And and where are we with this? And yet people continue on this path. Well, I'll, I'll fix things when things change. But yet they have this uneasy feeling. Something's coming up. Uh, even non-believers will tell you. We're going down to... I, I talked to two men today that were here and just right off the bat. They both... They weren't here for the the mission. They were here as vendors. And immediately, not knowing a whole lot about the mission, per se, um, I said something about, you know, where the society is. And they say, they, they, I can agree with that. So whatever your belief is, whatever denomination you is, whatever you don't believe in, in the spiritual things, everybody knows... Something's up. And so while people may laugh at us, they may think it's funny, they still, deep down in heart, know something's up.
Everybody's talking about you. No one, no one, no one. Haven't you better things to do? Come on down, the weather's fine. We'll live it up and drink some wine. It don't look like rain today. It's just another sunny day. Don't look like rain today. It's just another. as Christians lead the world or are we being led by the world compromise has infected the Christian value system we are called by Our Lady to change our life and through that to change others through our witness to the light in today's world of technology and traffic jams it can be difficult to understand how to live biblically as go God's people, so goes the world. A remarkable writing that will open your eyes to Our Lady's plans to free us from the bondage of things and help us to understand that peace can only be found in a society where love reigns and God is acknowledged. As go God's people, so goes the world. Available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, And click on Medjmart. Or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. You know, it's really, again, um, we're covering a lot of different topics here and... and um, I guess there's some recurring things that continue to come back uh, in, in the message today. And, of course, I don't know if uh, – I'm sure you probably remember, but when Pope John Paul wrote about uh, the ordination of men as priests, that it was only for men, he said that Jesus had made this decision after spending the whole night in prayer, that the, the Scripture actually says that Jesus spent the, uh, the time in prayer before he made this election of the Twelve. And uh, Maria Vatorta tells us, uh, that Jesus actually had the apostles also spend the time in prayer where he told them to weigh themselves and to judge themselves before accepting that role as apostles. And maybe, I don't know, if, do you, if you see similarities between these two, what Our Lady's telling us today. Well, women should be happy. They can be apostles now. 
<laughs> I mean, our, lady, our Lady's opening that door. And uh, <clears throat> if anything, we need, we need apostles of motherhood right now. We, we need that because that's where the great apostles of, of the great moment of evangelization, evangelization is going to come through. You know, every, every man comes to a woman, uh, born of woman. And so uh, there's, there can be no question about that, that we can't, uh, we have to be in a time of prayer. And we have to have some kind of confrontation with ourselves and our judgment of ourselves, as, as the apostles had to go through to judge themselves, uh, to see, you know, be, to be honest. And they said, be real with yourself. Another time she talked about our egos. You know, how, basically, how'd that message go about your, um, <clears throat> leave everything out of, you know, don't, don't keep your ego or have your ego. I can't remember exactly how that was worded, but. Leave, leave egoism. Egoism. And, and sin. Yeah, leave ego and sin, which she equates egoism with sin, because it is. It's not important what we think we should do or what we are, but Our Lady's given you an opportunity to really be an apostle for something that's going to end. What's going to end? This time of grace. So this time, be in a time of prayer for the preparation of that time when things close out. Everything advances hour by hour, and everything advances toward death. Death of the apparitions, death toward our life, death of the world as we know it, and death of the world as it is, a complete death, which will come at the second coming. And so we're being prepared for something um, very unique, and people don't get it because they're so thick with distractions and idleness and wasting time, T-I-M-E. Everything surrounds that. It's all time. Uh, I just happened to read my 5 a.m. prayer this morning after doing my rosaries, um, the point man God. And Jesus is talking to his 12 apostles, and he's telling them that he's, 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 he's going to die soon. It's right before he walks into Jerusalem, and Jesus says this. For everybody, death advances hour by hour and snatches those who less expect it. But also those who still have a long life to live are in front of death every moment. Because time is a flash compared with eternity. Because at the hour of death, even the longest life is reduced to nothing. And actions dozens and dozens of years old, even those of one's early childhood, come back in crowds saying, Well, you were doing this yesterday. Yesterday. It is always yesterday when one is dying. And honors and gold, for which men long so much for, are always dust. And the fruit after which one was mad loses all flavor. Women, money, power, science, what is left? Nothing. Only one's conscience and judgment of God before whom goes the conscience, poor and stripped of human protection and wealth, and laden only with its actions. So we're coming hour by hour to what we've done. Have we responded to Our Lady? Have we have we changed our life sufficiently as she's asked us to during this time of grace, during this time of prayer? And I've seen where a lot of in the movement haven't done that. 
They've been to Medjugorje ten times, but they haven't changed their life. They take part of it seriously, the other part not. They want the, the emotional side. But he's calling us for something very, very serious. And we have to realize, uh, for all of our sons and our daughters, there's going to be a time where our lady's no longer going to be with us because she's got to go away. And what are we going to think at that moment? Well, just like Jesus said, you know, everything's going to be dust. All the stuff that we were mesmerized, our things and, and all of our actions, our conscience, how will we judge ourselves and can we live with ourselves? We've got a we've got a, a a world that the Bible talks about. Man's heart will grow cold. This is a frozen world. So, can you really say that you've fallen in love with our lady? You testified with the love. You know when we've been. We've seen the miracles Our Lady has. She's walked us on a long road. Those who've been in the movement since the beginning almost, it's been a long road, and it hasn't been pleasant. A lot of obstacles. But will we see Our Lady for the last time? You know, we got to realize this time we're in is failing. It's going away. And our best friend is Our Lady. She's the one that we follow. She's the one that's going to go away. And when she goes away, and what she washes us with now, we're going to need to know we did our all. We did everything for her. Underneath the clouded sky we find 
when this time does end? What will you feel? I, I dread that moment, actually. And I know that's against the messages in some ways. Our Lady says not to be that way. But I'm sure Our Lady, when Jesus was gone, felt that. And we know we're coming to a time of peace, a time of, of a beautiful time that Our Lady is calling us to be one, a new springtime for Christianity. But at the same time, I admit I'm spoiled. I like her presence here. Because we're already living in this time, this moment, this time of grace, what the future is about. We live this in community. We experience it. And that's why people have moved so much, because they, they come here and they, they taste the future. The church is not ready for us right now. We're living something advanced, because we're already living the messages of what people will be living in the future. So we, we are doing the future, and at the same time we have our lady, and it's double beautiful for us. You'll be living this life in the future, because Our Lady has to be, because Our Lady's calling us to that. Springtime of Christianity have that. We just won't have the presence of Our Lady. So, and we'll testify to that. Now, I've spoken a lot about time and time, and I think that's very important, this message, because we're on a timetable. This will end. This grace, grace, and this period of grace is coming to a close somewhere in the future. I still think we've got time with Our Lady, but maybe not so much for the secrets, and that's why we're so actively working about thinking about what we need to do when those secrets are released. But before we end the show, I'd like to talk a little bit about prayer because the lady says, be in a time of prayer, or rather, may this time be a time of prayer for you. If you go to the index of Words from Heaven and just look up prayer, uh, you can ask yourself, what is what is prayer? And uh, I put a phrase index when I first wrote this book, and I'm just going to go straight down the line with it. And it answers this question, what is prayer? Prayer is a conversation with God. Prayer is joy. All these are different messages. Each phrase is one message somewhere in the book. Prayer is life. Prayer is medicine. Prayer is necessary. Prayer is not a joke. Prayer is the best medicine. 
Prayer is the foundation. Prayer is the only road. Prayer is the salvation. Prayer is useful. Prayer is what the human heart desires. Prayer makes one knows happiness. Prayer will be your joy. Prayer works miracles. Pray every day. Pray for all those hearts. Pray for families. That's what prayer is for. So, <clears throat> prayer is for what? This is, you ask yourself, change your question. Prayer for all, the, all those hearts. Prayer for families. So, what do you pray for? And you can continue on the index. Pray for healing. Pray for him. Pray for my children. Pray for my intentions. Pray for peace. Pray for priest. Pray for the family. Pray for the fulfillment. Pray for them. Pray for the sick. Pray for unbelievers. Pray for God's desires. Pray for the young people. Pray for your brothers. Pray for youth. Pray for other. Pray more strongly. Pray out of love. Pray still more. Pray the rosary. Pray together. Pray to Him. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Pray to understand. Pray unceasingly. Pray with all your heart. Pray with an open heart. Pray with fever. Pray with me. Pray without ceasing. Pray with strength. Pray with the heart. And pray with your mother. So, we've got, what, 20 words, maybe, on this message? Yeah, 20 words with this message. And you see, we have a whole hour conversation about it. And I literally could sit here another six hours and talk about this message. So, how do you approach this message? What did you do when you first read this message? What did you think about this first message when you read it? And, and think, oh, well, there's not a whole lot to it. It's a, it's a tremendous amount to it. The fact that Our Lady singularly singled down these two topics, time and prayer, is unending. You can go for the next weeks on this one message. And until you understand this, or at least grasp it, because you won't understand it, nor comprehend it, because I don't, and we live in here every day with that we don't, and, and you won't, because we're not capable of understanding the fullness of it, and how this will speak for the next century to people. But until you, until you understand that you can't know that, you'll think you'll understand it and you'll move away from this. That's just a simple message. It's profound. We just spoke an hour about it. And in the end, what's it about? Our lady says, pray with me. If we're praying with her, she's our mother. If she's our mother, we're one. You know, she talks to us, children below. Uh, as to her dear children below. She's up in heaven and, and she purifies us. And sometimes that means the devil fights with us. We're, we're, we're daily from our, our foes the devil. It's, we're always fresh from the foe fighting you know and the purpose of these obstacles and even this purification is to allow us to make us one and her her whole heart is for us to win the battles but we're not going to always win them some of them won't some will be unwon we'll have seasons of rains we'll have all these things that uh take us but it, it actually cleanses us it washes us but the 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 bright light of the sky the thing that comes to us our lady is the purpose to crush us in some ways, crush our flesh, crush our ways, to make us one one body, one people, one family, that we understand we have one mother. And so when Our Lady speaks to us from above, you know, 
after we've gone in battle with, with ourselves and with Satan, our foe, uh, we need her. You know, she, she's our light for us. And this simple message today speaks very strongly about that prayer is the answer. We'd like to thank you for joining us for the show tonight and uh, spending this hour um, growing closer to Our Lady and coming to understand more fully uh, the message that Our Lady had given us today. Certainly a lot to ponder and uh, a lot to um, reflect on and to digest and to 
place into our life uh, over this next month until the next monthly message that Our Lady hopefully will continue to appear to us until then. Um, but uh, just uh, very briefly, uh, the next show will be on August 3rd. Um, of course, that will correspond to the message Our Lady gives on the 2nd, which is on a Sunday. And we don't do uh, radio wave shows on uh, Sunday. Uh, for those of you that don't uh, maybe know the reasons behind that, go to meds.com or to look what happened while you were sleeping, and you'll understand very fully the reasons why we don't do that. Uh, but the next show will be on August 3rd. And then immediately after that, on August 4th, uh, another show, a special show, will be uh, the Mary Mysteries of the Rosary. Of course, this is for Our Lady's birthday. That's the eve of Our Lady's birthday, August 4th. And then, of course, the evening of August 5th, uh, we'll, be, we'll be playing for you the special Remember When It Rained, which is about the miracle that took place here in the field um, on Our Lady's birthday in 2005 when Maria was here, the apparitions of Our Lady. So there will be three shows um, back-to-back, three days uh, the second, or I'm sorry, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and um, and there will also be another special um, that we'll be announcing um, sometime this, um, probably on Monday, just a, a special that will be released that we'll um, speak to you about. Of course, we'll just stay close to Medj.com. That will be a fourth show, and um, for um, a very important, um, something very important for Medjugorje, so just keep close to Medj.com in the next week. And so we want to leave you with um, just those thoughts that we we testify to love that uh, you know as we talked earlier that every dream reaches out and and it finds where love begins and you know the stars in the sky every corner of creation lives to testify and what are you living for what do you testify you know what is your witness even in silence is, is you know words are not enough your actions have to be part of that because you have people that don't pay attention except by witness to your witness and only that. You know, if you have people that are living it up and drinking and taking care of things of the day and their pleasures, uh, they don't see they don't see anything but sunshine skies. They don't see the rain that's coming. But your witness testifies that, and that changes them. And so let's don't forget that uh, we don't want to find ourselves when our day's gone. We won't be able to catch our breath. You know, the cloudy skies that society finds itself underneath now. Uh, we found a home with the lady, and she's she's the morning star rising out of the sea for us. And yet we go through the rain and wash by her, so as to make us one. So tonight we leave you. We pray for you. We will look forward to you in the next few shows that we'll be doing one after another. Good night. We love you. We wish you, Our Lady. <laughs>